Good morning. Um, as I said in my intro, you know, ANZ's got a really proud history of being the most international bank, certainly from this part of the world. And we've been in a lot of these countries for a long time, servicing customers and really helping them engage uh, globally. And of course, one of the most important countries we have there is the United States. And so I'm here today with Paul Goodwin, who's our current country head based in New York. So, um, um, hey, Paul, good to talk to you. Morning, Shane. Good to talk to you. Now, um, I think uh, everybody knows the US, but of course, they may not know what the ANZ does in the US. Can you just give us a brief overview of what exactly we do, um, who are the main industries we bank, and our sort of capabilities on the ground there? Sure. Um, well, just a bit of background before I start on that, Shane. Um, we've been here for a long time. I've uh, been here since 1968, actually, and and we were the first Australian bank to have an office in in the US. And uh, back in the day when we kicked off in the US with a physical presence, Lord Carrington was the chair of ANZ. And he said at the time, we're the only Australasian bank to have a representative office in the United States. I feel it is vital to our future interests. So words that are very similar to those which you just used um, about the US. And so what do we do here? Well, um, we serve a number of different purposes in the US. We connect up large US companies, whether they be corporates or financial institutions who have connectivity back into our home markets and increasingly Asia as well. Um, and at the same time, we support network customers to the extent that we can when they're doing business in the US. We don't have a full service operation going here like we do in Australia or New Zealand or some other markets, but we support them to the extent that we can. Um, and then we also play a big role for the organization in terms of helping it ensure that it always has access to US dollars. We're a source of US dollar liquidity for the for the group. So we've been doing that for a number of years. Um, what we do here has changed a little bit over the time that we've been here since 1968, but that's that's what we look like today. And tell us, um, you know, the US is such is still, you know, a massive driver of the global economy. You know, they're sort of iconic names that we all know and love uh, from the US, whether it's consumer products or pharmaceuticals or technology, et cetera. So just for those watching, what, who are the main sort of industries that we service that are US based or headquartered? So we cover, um, we cover pretty much all industries. Uh, and particularly, I think uh, we're focused on financial institutions. That's our biggest industry segment. So we do a lot with, with other financial institutions whether that be uh, the funds management industry, insurance companies, and and the um, and the North American banks, so that's a big part of it for us. Uh, we do a lot in the technology space. We've got a very um, interesting technology proposition, which focuses on those businesses that we are um, world class at. So we do a lot in the trade and supply chain finance area with the tech companies, companies like Apple, Amazon. Um, and we do a lot across diversified industries, companies like General Electric, again, household names. We've supported Boeing. They've had a tough time of it recently. We continue to support them. So some of those, as you say, those really big household names across the world. All, all industries really shame, but not, not so much property. And we haven't done a lot in the infrastructure space in North America. So there are things that we do in Australia, New Zealand, but not here in the US. And that makes sense when it plays, you know, that's not our strengths of the domestic focus side. But, um, you know, US is a huge market. I mean, it's absolutely massive when you think about the numbers and the opportunity. And of course, these companies that you talk about that are our customers are in, in and of themselves, they're, they're massive. How does ANZ 
set itself apart. I mean, you know, today we may be first, but we're not the only Australian bank there. And in fact, we're not, you know, there are just, just literally hundreds of uh, international banks who have offices uh, servicing and targeting those very same great companies. What are we known for in the US and what do you think sets us apart? What's our point of difference? Yeah, I think it's, it's as, as you keep saying to all of us, and, and, and we're all well aware, we do have to have a point of competitive advantage and understand where it is that we can differentiate ourselves from, from other banks with our customers. And for us here, really, it is twofold. I think the, the power of our network, so we are well known as an Australian and New Zealand bank. We've been here for a long time. But increasingly, over the last number of years, our customers also see that Asian network that we've built out. So that network proposition we have that extends from Australia and New Zealand up and includes Asia, differentiates us, particularly from the other Australian banks. And the other thing that really stands out for us, and we hear this from our customers a fair bit, is that there are areas where we are as good as anybody in the world from a product perspective. And you look at things like trade and supply chain, we're now Apple's biggest supply chain finance partner in the world. So for a company like Apple, for ANZ to be their biggest supply chain finance partner suggests that we are pretty good at that. We're also very good at clearing Australian New Zealand dollars. So we have had a remarkable run of success with the North American banks when Westpac decided to exit that part of the market. And we did that because we've got good relationships up here, but also we've got world-class capability in terms of that product expertise in Australia and New Zealand. So we do have global product expertise. We've also um, recognized from a product perspective around DCM, um, what we do with uh, specialty funds finance. We're very, very good at that. And we've had great success up here. So there are some products that we're really world-class at, Joe. That's really true. Now, of course, um, everywhere we're talking at the moment, the world's been a pretty tough place. The US went through a really horrendous time, certainly in the beginning of COVID, although seems things seem to be a lot more optimistic at the moment with the success of the vaccine and the economy seems to be on fire like it is here in, in, in Australia. Um, throughout that, and, and you joined sort of at the beginning of all of that, Paul, but over that last 18 months, what, what do you think, um, what are the achievements uh, within the US team that have really contributed the most to the bank's performance over that period of time? So I think up here, there's three things that we, we are particularly proud of as a branch in terms of our contribution back into the group. Uh, the first is, as I mentioned earlier, uh, that piece around US dollar liquidity as we went into COVID and as you know, um, and before the central banks got their different liquidity mechanisms up and running that, that put in place after the GFC, um, we were able to ensure that US dollar liquidity was not an issue for the group. Um, through accessing our relationships across the Americas, whether it be through corporates, public sector entities, or other central banks. So that's something that we're proud of. We played an important role. It was tested and, and we came through. Uh, the second is that even though things have been pretty tough in the US, we have still been able to support our customers. Um, and, and as I said, you know, we've done that in, in, in those areas where we have world-class capability. And I've talked about, um, the success we've had with the North American banks and clearing and supply chain finance. So for those companies that were really looking to us to provide value through our capabilities, we delivered for them. And that was even so for companies that were having a tough time. You know, Boeing is one of our successes, uh, ironically, over the last 12 months in terms of, you know, we, we do significantly less with them than we did 12 months ago. But the way we organized our limited capabilities over the last 12 months from a capital perspective around their needs has meant that our relationship with them is stronger than it's ever been. And the last piece I think for us is that 
the US market in, the, in a lot of areas does develop at a faster pace than other parts of the world. There's plenty of areas where Australia and New Zealand are well ahead of the US and we talk about the environment and what have you. Um, but, but there are areas where the US is moving along um, at real pace. And, and so when we see things happening around things like supply chain finance and the use of platforms um, and the global financial sponsor industry, where the US is a real hub, we can provide that learning back into the rest of the network. And, and the global financial sponsor work, I think, is a classic example. We've been able to share learnings now through the network. And we've ensured that we're best placed to capture opportunities in the UK, Hong Kong, Singapore, and Australia. So providing that knowledge of what's happening in this market back into the next network is, is also important, we think. Yeah, now, so that's really great. And it's a really plays to our strengths. And I think it's a, it's a terrific franchise for, for, for the group. Um, the US economy is doing extremely well. Uh, there's a lot of optimism about the, the future. Um, where, where are the growth opportunities for us in that? And, you know, and, and what do we need to do or what are we doing to sort of really capture those opportunities and service customers as they, as they grow? So there's, there's, there's again, probably a couple of things here, Shane. One is that we do want to continue to do more with our existing customers. So that's all about developing our capabilities across the network. We're not going to do a lot more business with these companies in the US, but as we build out our cash proposition through Asia in particular, you know, we want to be extending the number of companies that we're a full service cash management bank for. So that's a big opportunity for us, that network opportunity through Asia and cash. Um, we want to do much more in the financial institutions area. We've done exceptionally well with banks and we've done exceptionally well with the specialty funds industry. Um, there's more to do there, but we want to extend that into the insurance industry. We think there's a big opportunity there. But probably the two biggest opportunities right in front of us at the moment are in the technology space. So we'd like to do more with more technology companies. You know, we've got some of the big names, uh, our customers of ours, but there's a whole lot of names on the West Coast that we don't currently bank. And we'd like to build out some capability on the West Coast to do much more with those companies. So the technology segment is something that we're really excited by. And the other piece for us here right now is the opportunity around energy transition. The renewable energy opportunities in the US are going to be immense. It's had a real, um, so we had a real uh, kick in the pants by Biden and the new administration. The US was languishing to a degree, but now it's really been uh, turbocharged. And we think combining the fact that we have a lot of network customers who are looking into the US into renewable energy opportunities and the fact that we've got wonderful project finance capability in Australia, the ability to leverage that into North America, um, you know, we think is a, is, a big, is a big opportunity and allows us to sit alongside our existing customers, leverage product capability that we're globally very, very good at. Um, so we think that's a, that's a big one as well. Now, Paul, I'm um, switching gears, but you uh, spent most of your time for, for ANZ anyway, in New Zealand, where the institutional bank is really a market leader in almost everything it does, and you lead that business incredibly well. And now you've gone to this giant economy. Um, you went there in a pretty difficult time. I don't know that any of your time there has been sort of what you'd qualify as sort of normal, um, but what do you love about the US and, and, and in terms of the best part of your job there? Well, I th the, the scale and the opportunity in the US is just immense. Um, one of the things that that you can't you can't avoid here is the is the mindset in the US. It's very much about investing, growing. You know, the world's 
biggest capitals market and you know everyone's looking to do something new and they want to make it big and so it's really exciting for us to be here and and you know right now our organization is very much of that same mindset so it's brilliant to be here to be positioned in this market you know thinking the same way as a lot of our clients are clearly you know we we do different things here we've got different size and scale but it's an exciting place to be and personally um the experiences are a bit unique you know, last week I got the opportunity to go to Madison Square Garden for the first time. You know, things are starting to open up here. There were 14,000 other vaccinated people there um, uh, going a bit crazy as the Knicks won their first playoff game uh, for some years. Unfortunately, their run ended very shortly thereafter, but, um, but it was great to be at Madison Square Garden with a bunch of um, screaming New Yorkers. Yeah, no, it's a great, I lived there myself and I know that experience and I think you, you nailed it. You know, it's just a the scale of the opportunity in the United States is just vast. You know, it's an exciting place. It has all sorts of challenges, but you know, that's what we do, right? We help companies solve those problems, those transitions, whether it's energy transition, whether it's digital transitions, whether it's uh, the transition from domestic to international. That's exactly what ANZ is really set up to do. And we've done it well for since 1968, and I'm sure we've got a really bright future there. So it's exciting to hear about that opportunity. Thanks for sharing that with us. Thank you for, Thanks to the team for everything we do in the US. As I said, it remains a critical part um, of the network. And it's good to hear that, you know, you're still optimistic about the future and, and the growth opportunities. So good talking to you, Paul. Thank you very much, Shane.